Hey, I'm Karen. And together with my husband, I spent 13 years learning and building our small farm through lots of trial and error, successes and failures. I went back to school to get my degree in horticulture to help our farm business. And now I want to pass all that knowledge on to you. Because I firmly believe that self-reliance is empowering and that everyone, whether you've got a five acre plot in the country, a half acre lot in suburbia, or a windowless room in a downtown apartment, should just grow something. Hey folks, Karen here. And for our first quick episode, I just want to introduce myself and this podcast. My husband Arsenio and I own a small family farm in West Central Missouri, and we started that farm back in 2006. We currently raise hogs for meat and chickens for their eggs, all on pasture. And we grow a wide variety of fruits and veggies through uh, farmers markets and a community supported agriculture or CSA program, and a little bit of wholesale to retailers, food businesses, and restaurants in the area. But that's certainly not where we started. We actually started growing in a little garden that we had in a duplex that we lived in, in a suburban area. We have six kids between the two of us, and we decided, okay, we have a yard. We've got a bunch of kids. Let's grow a garden. And we threw a little patch together that was next to the shed, and we threw some, I think, cucumbers in there and probably some carrots and whatever we thought the kids, you know, might eat. And it did pretty well. It wasn't the best spot. Uh, we knew nothing. I mean, I grew up, you know, with my mom gardening, but... When you're a kid, you just know, okay, mom planted some seeds and, oh, look, now we're pulling carrots out of the ground. Um, but it, surprisingly, you know, our, our little garden did pretty well. The cucumbers went crazy. They were growing through the lattice. And uh, eventually we moved to a five-acre place in a rural area um, outside of that town. And at that point, it was like, oh, my gosh, this is five acres. Look how much we can do with this. And... Uh, the first year, it was too late to start a garden here in Missouri at, at that time of the year. And so we, we got chickens instead. And anybody will tell you that chickens are the gateway livestock. <laughs> so the chickens very quickly led to goats and to cattle and horses and pigs and everything else. Uh, but in the spring of that next year, we planted a garden. And I had ordered a bunch of different seeds. I ordered corn and uh, we did some winter squashes, spaghetti squashes. We did a, a three sisters garden, um, which I'll touch on in another episode. But I, we threw sweet corn out there and raised winter squashes amongst it. We did uh, some cucumbers again and, and all kinds of stuff. And that garden just went crazy. But we did it with no planning. We just decided, oh, we like to grow this or we like to eat this or the kids like to eat this. So let's just, you know, let's throw it out there. We grew so much sweet corn that year. It was, it was crazy the amount of sweet corn that we grew. The kids and I shucked corn until we, our fingers were just raw that year. And the boys would go out and they would just grab an ear off of, you know, one of the plants and they would sit out there and munch on it. You've, you've never had sweet corn if you haven't eaten it right off the stalk. Um, and we did, you know, we had friends over on the weekends and we fed all of them and we sent them home with food. We just had so much stuff and it was great. And we didn't fertilize. We didn't, 
you know, have any pests or anything. I mean, it was just like, hey, what is everybody complaining about? This is so easy. This is great. And at the time, you know, we're, we're both military. Uh, at the time, I was already medically retired from the Marine Corps. My husband was still on active duty in the Marine Corps. But I was at home working my small business and sitting in my office and staring out the window and just looking outside, wishing that I was outside digging in the garden rather than sitting inside on the computer. And the more I thought about it, the more I kept thinking, you know, we really could do this as a business. Like we did so well with all of this growing and everybody loved what we were growing. Like, why couldn't we do this as a business? And then I could spend all my time outside in the garden. And that's sort of where it all started, you know, we had no idea what we were doing, let's be honest. It, we were clueless. And I researched um, what a community-supported agriculture program was. And again, that'll be another episode. But essentially, I thought, okay, well, we will start this CSA and people will invest ahead of time in the farm, essentially providing us with seed money. And we'll use that money to go and buy the seed and we'll grow everything and then they'll get their share of the harvest every week during the, the growing season. And uh, that's how we'll, we'll make some money off of the, of the farm. And then whatever extra we grow over and above that, we'll sell at the farmer's markets. And so in 2007, we started taking uh, registration for our first CSA program. And in 2008, we started delivering those veggies to our customers for the very first season. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And boy, was that first season a learning experience. <laughs> See, the, the land that we were on had originally been, for years and years and years, cattle pasture. And so, of course, it was super fertile. It had been being fertilized all of those years. And then it sat vacant or fallow for a very long time. Nothing had been growing on it other than the grasses that were out there, the hay that had been in the pastures. And so the nutrients were there. And even though the soil was a little tough in some places, because we do have a very high clay content out here, um, you know, it, it seemed to work. And so the second year we were planting things in the same areas. And yes, things were productive, but they weren't quite as crazy as they were the first year. And then the next year, the fertility went down and suddenly the bugs reared their heads because we knew nothing of crop rotation or the soil fertility or any of those types of things. And that was when we started to learn sort of the hard lessons of you can't just throw a plant in the ground and you can't just throw it in the same spot every single year and expect that it's going to do as well as it did the first year. And so that started the education <laughs> of how to garden properly and how to do it on a very large scale. Of course, 
we already had customers. We had to provide for them because they had spent their money already uh, in that CSA and had had invested in this farm and we couldn't let them down. So research is is exactly what I did. And I dug and I dug and I read books and I read articles and I read as much as I possibly could to figure out how to get the yield from the ground, what nutrients to add in without adding a bunch of chemicals that were going to be harmful to the soil or harmful to the water table or harmful to us, to be honest. Um, and that that was where sort of our education in gardening began. And that's really where my absolute love for the whole thing came from. It was that very first year of putting a seed in the ground and watching that plant grow and being able to put something on my plate and on my family's plate that I had produced, you know, or that we had all worked together to produce once the kids got a little bit older. And the sense of empowerment that came from that. And I can't overstate that uh, at all. It, it really is this sense of empowerment that comes from having something on your plate that you grew. And so we poured our heart and soul into those gardens and into that farm. And eventually we expanded. Um, we, we did that well enough to where we moved from that five acres to 40 acres. Now, a lot of that is, it's mostly the, the hogs and the chickens ranging around. We leave a lot of it in a very natural area for the wildlife. We have a lot of deer. We have a lot of wildlife out here. We make sure that we provide them with spaces to, you know, raise their young and, and do what comes naturally. Um, but we've continued to kind of grow and, and finesse how we grow things. And eventually I decided to go back to school. I went back to school for my horticulture degree. And part of that was not only to help the farm, but also to be able to help other people. Because along with us doing what we do, we come in contact with a lot of people who want to grow their own stuff. And I'm always giving out as much advice as I possibly can to people who are trying to grow their own gardens. And I actually had somebody ask me one time, like, why do you give up so much advice or why do you help people so much? I mean, if they're growing their own stuff, that means they're not buying it from you. And I was kind of flabbergasted by that because it was never something that crossed my mind. I, I just I think people should be able to grow what they can, however they can. Whether that means that they're, you know, if they're not getting it from me anymore, so be it. I would rather somebody be, you know, independent, be able to, to, to grow their own things than rely on me to do it for them. And that was part of the reason why I went back to school. I wanted to know as much as I possibly could in order to be able to teach other people as much as I possibly could. And so that's also kind of where this podcast came from. Um, you know, Again, why share that knowledge, that sense of empowerment from having something that you grew on your plate? People inherently want to feel productive and self-reliant. It's, it's in our nature. And that brings with it a sense of having power over your own life in some way and of providing for yourself and your family 
even if it's just one thing on that plate. It's hard to explain, but I truly believe in the power of that sense of accomplishment. So with all that being said, what is this podcast going to be? Each Tuesday will be our Garden Talk Tuesday episodes. Those will focus on all the different aspects of growing your own food, no matter what size space that you have. Because this isn't just about people who have a big old five acre you know, plot where they can dedicate an acre to, to growing their own stuff. This is also for somebody that has a small backyard, somebody who maybe only has a balcony and you have to grow in containers. Or even if you don't have a balcony and all you've got is a dark corner in some room somewhere, you know, how to grab a little grow light and pot some plants up and be able to grow there. I think that's important. So no matter what space you have, we'll talk about garden planning, soil health, weeds, nutrients, and we'll do a deep dive into how to grow the different crops that you really want to grow. Everything from asparagus to zucchini. Um, but this podcast won't just be about growing your own food. Um, Fridays will be our Focal Point Friday episodes. Focal Point has a specific meaning in horticulture. It's the place in a landscape that draws your focus to a particular lo location. And then it smoothly directs you to the rest of the landscape. And just like that, we're going to use our Friday episodes for a wider range of topics that are all food related, but maybe not necessarily in the gardening sense. Fridays will be for interviews, exploring food news, talking about issues that surround like food deserts and food injustice and new exciting garden tools or new hybrids or, you know, community gardens, any number of those things. So the hope is that you'll get more out of this podcast than just learning how to grow your own food. It's also a bit about growing community and growing knowledge and growing a consciousness of the food world around us. So I hope that you will join us every week as we kind of dive into, you know, growing things and growing community and growing everything. And bear with me a little bit as we sort of figure out the audio and you can hear some, some crackling and some static. We're working on our systems. Um, we're working on all of that kind of fun stuff. And it, this will evolve. And I, I really hope that you'll come along for the ride as we just grow something. You just finished another episode of the Just Grow Something podcast. I hope that listening to these episodes is really helping you understand more about how to grow and preserve your own food and growing an awareness of food issues around the world. No matter where you live or what you have, you can absolutely grow something.